Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our fourth episode of the Operation Grassroots podcast here on the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden, and again, with our Operation Grassroots, we focus on you know, club racing or just just that that level of racing where you can get out there and have a good time. It's all about having fun. We talk a lot about the Briggs and Stratton program in 206, Yamaha involved in it as well. And today, our guest, I'm excited to have Mike Burrell from USAC Karting on with us. Uh, a couple of big events coming over the next a month and a half. Uh, and again, USAC kind of making their first foray into the karting world last year. Uh, Mike, great to have you on the broadcast. Uh, thanks for tuning in with us. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, you are, what, uh, just over a week away from the Battle of the Brickyard, uh, a month and a half from the Thor Industries Elkhart Riverwalk Grand Prix. Uh, I'm first, first and foremost, it must be a little bit easier, I think, this year. Thing is, last year you launched with two brand new events. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like having your first event being the first one ever at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Right. So for expectations, yeah. T- uh, Rick Folks, our race director, and I, we we said, well, we're either going to go go down big or <laughs> or really fly with this. So fortunately, it uh, it panned out well. Everybody had a great time, and uh, looks like pretty much everybody's coming back. <laughs> You know, the cool thing I think, Mike, is I think we all know that the schedules uh, for North American karting are ridiculously packed right now. There's, you know, there's a there's a race every weekend. Absolutely. Uh, you know, for, for you guys, I think it, what you're doing, the concept, the ideology behind it, and then putting it, you know, number one, to go back to Elkhart, which was this, you know, was the storage street race uh, in American karting. But then, like you said. USAC, you know, with its connection uh, with the Speedway, able to have the first ever kart race inside the walls of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway with that packed schedule. I think it's for me, that was the fact that you got so many drivers to come, I think spoke volumes to the fact that you guys were on to something big. And that was getting to the Speedway. There's other, there were other races around the country that exact same weekend last year, but you guys had a great turnout. There are. And, uh, you know, I got to thank some of the local, uh, tracks and people around here they they were real helpful and didn't didn't schedule that weekend and uh it's like we told them we we didn't get a choice with indy yeah uh they pretty much told me you can have it the same weekend as the quarter midgets and they mentioned they said well we don't have anything going on labor day weekend i go well that's rock island not want to do that and um you know i you know indy's indy and you don't get a lot of choices they're they're a little busy most of the year so um, let's, let, let's, let's talk first, like before we jump in, we're going to talk about last year's races and, and what you learned. And we'll talk in, about this year's races as well. First and foremost, though, out of the box, let's talk about you sat carding. Um, because we haven't really had a chance to have you on a podcast yet to really discuss what USAC's doing. You know, for, for those who don't know, um, USAC involved in a lot of, a lot of other racing, you know, sprint cars, midgets, um, and in some, you know, did, they did done some uh, road racing uh, sanctioning as well. You sat karting, Mike. Just as a nutshell, give us, give me a, give me a, an, all our listeners, an overview of what you guys are doing. What's the mandate? You know, what are you guys trying to accomplish here? So it it kind of started a um, long time ago, about five six years ago, when we talked about doing a race in Indy, and then it got kind of shelved for a while. Um, you know, Dan Weldon's passing was a big reason it got shelved because he was so big into karting. And, uh, yep. that just kind of, you know, put everybody on hold and get out, get everybody back. And then, uh, about a year ago, USAC is, uh, permanent member of ACUS, F- uh, you know, the FIA wing in the U S yep. and they kind of said, wait, we need you guys to take more of a leadership role and do some stuff in karting. So you have some experience to, you know, speak on this at the meetings. 
and everything. So we got together and uh, I was like, well, let's, let's talk to Indy again and see if we can uh, do that. And, um, I mean, our main focus is, you know, well, my main focus anyway is I just want to do cool events. I want to do things that people aren't doing, do things, make it fun and make it affordable for everybody. Um, you know, Indy's, Indy's a little expensive, but it's a little bit to rent that place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> imagine. So obviously you're trying to put on some great events. USAC's expanding uh, their motorsports footprint into karting. Is like, are we going to see down the line more events for USAC? Or is there a potential to try to build some kind of a, a club program as well? Possibly. Um, okay. It's not like something where we're like, yes, in five years we want this thing you know we we've talked to a couple other places and it's like yeah if we can do something on the on the coolness scale of indy or elkhart we'll do it if not uh you know we're just going to hang back and do our two good events and you know see what we can do to help everybody else in karting grow or you know lower their cost or uh, whatever you know yep well, like you said, too, just adding a couple of really cool events. And that's, you know, I, I speak a lot. And I know that you and I have spoken about it over the, the last many, many years, uh, that there are those, you know, essentially three levels mm-hmm. of karting. There's club, regional, and national. And I love the fact, I like them when they're really defined. You know, I think that one of the things in, in karting we've lost a little bit is our focus on right. club racing. You know, our uh, this op- whole Operation Grassroots deal that, that David and I started uh, with the hashtag and a lot mm-hmm. of articles was just a you know, even change our focus. I admitted myself that even e-carding news, you know, we were, we were focusing probably a little too much on the national level stuff and, and not giving enough due uh, to club racing. And of course, working with Briggs, Dave Klaus and the whole 206 program, uh, the Briggs weekly racing series, this operation grassroots deal. I think that club racing is so key, but the events that you guys are putting on are those cool, you could almost say regional events. They're going to be end up becoming national. People are going to come in, but it's more of a regional event where people, like, you, like you've said before, you want all, you want the biggest club race in the world, right? Exactly. So it's, yeah. It's coming out to have fun at the brickyard, right? It, it's not it's not the huge haulers. It's guys coming out with a cart in the back of the truck or in a small twelve foot trailer. That's you guys have built something, I think, with the Battle of the Brickyard and of course uh, Elkhart as well, where it's it's that thing that a club guy – It can be that big race for the club driver. And and that's exactly what we wanted. You know, we want the guy that has one engine. Mm-hmm. you know and you know uh trying to limit it last year we didn't know we and we said yeah you can run two three sets of tires whatever you need this year you know we found that indy's smooth as a billiard table and you know you only need one set of tires for the weekend okay. uh shifter guys are gonna have two i think but um yeah but like your yamaha briggs guys it's like hey you, you can run you can run three classes on one set of tires you know <laughs> let's get back to that and you yeah. know more track time less money so <laughs> That's a... I like that. Now let's let's you know what let's go to a quick break here, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna we're gonna uh, break for a second, and come back, and and Mike and I will talk about this year's Battle of the Brickyard, maybe last year as well. We'll we'll touch down the line on, on the Elkhart uh, Riverwalk Grand Prix as well. But again, folks, stay with us. More to come. Episode number four of the Operation Grassroots Podcast here on the EKN Radio Network. Race fans around the world know the Indianapolis Motor Speedway is the sacred ground of motorsports. July 5th through 8th, Carters once again will get a chance to race at the Brickyard. L206, Yamaha, IAMI 125cc, and Shifters will challenge a one-mile circuit that utilizes the infield road course and a touch of the world-famous oval. With drivers from as far away as New Zealand already committed, the battle at the Brickyard is quickly becoming an international tradition. 
Visit USACKarting.com and register to be part of the greatest spectacle in karting. Join us at the Thor Industries Elkhart Riverwalk Grand Prix August 11th and 12th for music, family fun, and great kart racing. Entry fee is only $195, which includes a set of Hoosier tires. Follow USAC Karting on Facebook and Twitter. In a sport where the difference between winning and losing is measured in hundreds of a second, you can't afford to leave anything on the table. You invest in the best equipment, the lightest components, and top-of-the-line data acquisition systems. Anything to find one more tent, right? I'll tell you right now, the best investment you could ever make is in yourself. If you want to improve your results, it's time for professional instruction and coaching at the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy. Located at the new state-of-the-art speed sports racing park just north of Houston, the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy uses the very best equipment, Burrell Art Carts. They offer half-day, one-day, two-day, and three-day clinics. They have a one-on-one student-to-instructor ratio, and they will design a customized curriculum for each student. Alan Rudolph is one of the most respected people in the sport, and he has nearly 20 years' experience training drivers, including Chase Elliott, Neil Alberico, Austin Versteeg, and Sabre Cook, and rising stars like Pietro Fittipaldi. Train with a champion with over 30 years of racing experience to get proven results. Start off your season with a driver tune-up. Tune up your season with some driver coaching. Or get ready for the big races by training with the best. Reserve your dates now by calling 866-607-RACE. That's 866-607-7223. For more information, visit speedsportsracingpark.com slash racing hyphen academy. Carts, parts, engines, tires, and tools. At sharpshifter.com, what you need is just a click away. We carry the biggest names in chassis, like Tony Cart and FA, DR Cart, CRG, and VLR. We have new chassis and all the parts you need. At sharpshifter.com, we also stock top quality replacement parts from Swift Components, like axles, sprockets, and hubs. We have the inventory you need for your stock Honda as well, from cylinders, heads, and engine parts to reeds, exhaust pipes, ignition covers, radiators, air filters, and air boxes. We build our own billet aluminum components as well, including motor mounts and clutch levers. Need to add to your toolbox? We offer alignment tools, brake, battery, and exhaust tools, tire gauges, and hand tools. Stop messing around getting your seat in the right position. We have a seat mounting system that makes it easy. Check the website for monthly specials. If you need it, we can get it to you fast. We ship the same day. Sharkshifter.com, your online source for carts and parts. Welcome back to episode number four of Operation Grassroots, the podcast here on the EKN Radio Network. My guest today, Mike Burrell from USAC Karting. Mike, let's let's focus now on the Battle of the Brickyard. Uh, July, uh, what, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, I think, is the, the date? Yeah. Or, yep. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so for those who don't know about it, uh, let's talk first about last year. It's a race that you guys have inside, essentially on the speedway, some of the, on the speedway grounds, using some of the access roads, some of the, old, I think it's the old Formula One track. Talk a little bit about, about the track itself and, and what you guys went through last year to put this race together. So the track comes out to almost exactly one mile. Um, so it's about the size of a Newcastle. It's 
wider, obviously. Uh, the parts of the yep. Formula One track are, well, one place it's 70 foot wide and some places <laughs> it's 50. So there's okay. plenty of room to race. Um, you know, and then he uses a couple of the access roads to kind of connect it and you just barely get your left side wheels up on the oval a little bit. So, um, <clears throat> track comes out to, you know, like I said, one mile, it's smooth as can be. The access roads are a little, little rough and it's kind of like I've been telling people it's a uh, 70% enduro track, uh, 30% street race. So like it that. is, that's a cool, that's a cool <laughs> and it is, it is fun to drive. It's fast as it should be. It's Indianapolis. Um, you know, and it's uh, mainly, I think, right-hand turn-based. So, you yeah. know. Let's talk about last year. How, you know, your thoughts, obviously, your first event. Anytime you have a first event, you know, as you're putting the track together, you're evolving things. You're, you know, you're walking around the track for the first time and, hey, uh, well, we need to put barriers here. We need to move something here. That first year, last year, let's talk first about some of the, maybe the, the event and design challenges. And then we'll go into the fact that you guys had some great racing with great numbers as well. Yeah, we uh, we we first did the test out there in October of sixteen, and uh, we had Connor Daly and uh, uh, some local carters, Colton Aldridge, and um, uh, the guys from TB Card Indy, and yep. we're all out there. And we had Briggs, we had Yamahas, we had Tags, we had Shifters, and we sent Connor out in a uh, KZ, and he came back in and goes, "Yeah, that, that felt kind of fast." I looked down at the dash and it was 117 at the highest point. I was like, oh yeah, that, that's a little fast. We need to slow this down. So we went down. through about four different track variations until we came up with what we ended up racing last year. And um, um, like I said, this year, you know, we're keeping the same track. We talked about cutting cutting back on one of the hairpins a little, make it flow a little easier and everything. And it's like, you know what? Now let's, let's keep that exactly like that because, you know, we need that passing point. We need that that's the spot that separates talent from horsepower. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Agreed. Agreed. Um, we're going to run the same track. We've changed up the pit flow a little bit. Uh, they, they opened up a back wall. So we have one entrance, one exit, which was a big problem last year. Everybody was trying to go through one spot both ways. Yep. And uh, I mean, we learned so much last year and, you know, people were, carters were great. I never had seen such a patient group of carters, you know, that, that were just, they were honestly, genuinely happy to be there, first of all, and just amazed where they were. Um, Stephen Flat, the guy that won the Shifter Masters, he, he paint, had a helmet hand-painted just for that race with a bunch of Indy 500 winners. <laughs> and then when he won, he runs over the fence and climbs it like he's Elio Castroneves. And um, he came up to qualifying this year at Indy and race weekend for the 500 and, and was getting yep. his helmet autograph, showing people, and is just still jacked up. You know, and he said, he said, Hey man, this was, this was the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. And I beat cancer. (laughs) No, I'm pretty sure that's the biggest thing you've ever done. But so, um, well, he loved, I know, I know that Steve and his wife, Lynette love, uh, they love the speedway. They love the 500. Uh, I'm not mistaken. I think Steve, uh, proposed (laughs) with, I think with Elio. I didn't know that. I think I'm pretty sure that he gave them ring to Elio and Elio surprised Lynette with the uh, with the funny. with the ring, so they they love the speedway. And again, Stephen's story really does it not kind of speak to exactly what you guys are trying to do. It is exactly what you we're know? trying to do. Yeah. I mean, just give give guys their their opportunity to race at the place that their heroes have ran, and you know their dad's heroes have ran, yep. and yep. everything. And this year, talking about that, we actually are going to take carts for one kind of ceremonial lap on the oval. 
Oh, I like that. So yeah, we're gonna pull out of you know down the main straightaway, run across the bricks, yeah, and uh, take a lap all the way around the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, two and a half mile pace. About 40 miles an hour. <laughs> That's and really I, cool, though. I love that. I told anybody they passed the pace car, I'm going to like get a paintball gun or something and <laughs> light them up. Right. Well, let's now let's give a little overview before we kind of jump in and talk about the, the racing from last year. A great cross-section, again, to try to make sure that you are taking care of club racers that want to come and have a great time. Briggs, uh, 206, number of Briggs 206 classes. The Margay Ignite guys are going to be there. Of course, Margay having their arrive and drive program. That'll be stacked again. Yeah. Uh, you've got both IAMI Junior and Senior plus a tag master class. You've got four different uh, categories for shifters. You got the uh, sh- you know the CR125 Senior, Master, KZ, and ADCC Senior. Uh, ADCC Senior, yep, mm-hmm. because that's obviously a, a great deal in, in Indiana. It is. It's and big then, around and, here. It is. And then you've got four Yamaha classes. So you've got that great cross section of all the different categories. And and we saw that last year. Just, I know the Margay Ignite race was ridiculous. I think Charlotte Lalonde won it. It was packed, huge field. Talk about that race a little bit. I I heard it was just amazing. Yeah, they had, uh, I want to say they had 49 or 46 carts in that race. And I I said, we can safely run 50. So, I mean, there's not a lot of chance of people going home. Uh, We had a lot of guys like, well, you, you think I'll even make the feature? I'm like, we can run 50 out here uh, yeah. at least, you know, if you're behaving, maybe more. Yeah, um, yeah, right. It's just that wide and everything. Uh, I mean, I remember when we did the Robopong uh, 200 out of Newcastle one year and we ran 80. I was going to say, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, when you have a track like that, that if it's a mile long, there's lots of room exactly. to be able to do that. Yeah. So, okay. So great racing last year. What, what are we looking at here for uh, for 2018? The race is next week. Uh, how are the numbers looking? What uh, What's big? Numbers are about the same, uh, okay. which, you know, talking to Randy Kugler, who's doing our announcing and everything, he's like, you know, from he, he was telling me, he goes, look, if you maintain your second year, the same levels, you're doing good. And he goes, this year, everybody's maintaining. So he goes, you're doing good, <laughs> which made me feel good coming from a guy like Randy. Yeah, Randy's been around yeah, a little while. Yeah, he knows yeah. what he's talking about. <laughs> and you're right. If you can maintain, that means you've got past that, oh, it's a one-off for right. me. I'm going to go one time and try it. Or, you know, I, did it, I didn't like it. It was this. It was too dangerous. Whatever it may be. You've got people, everybody coming back. Yeah, right? we, for so, the most part, we've got most, I mean, a lot of names I recognize. Uh, of course, the, the 206 classes are all pretty well stacked. Um, the Shifter, uh, one, the Honda 125 classes are you know, pretty, pretty good size. And, uh, um, you know, a couple of the Yamaha classes aren't, aren't too bad in size. And, you know, I, I still think I'm still a Yamaha guy. <laughs> I've been for yep. 20 years yeah. and, you know, there's 40,000 of those motors sitting around this country somewhere. It's like, let's get them out racing. Yeah. You know? Exactly. No doubt about it. Okay, folks, stick with, uh, stay with us here. We got, uh, we'll cut to another break because it's time for us to talk about Elkhart. We're going to change, obviously the focus. I know that Mike's bit will be busy, uh, we're taping and recording this on Thursday. I'm sure uh, he already said he's been at the track already moving barriers around at Indianapolis. So it's going to be a lot of work to be done next week to get ready. After this break, we're going to uh, shift our gears and talk a little bit about Elkhart and the return of that legendary race and even more challenges in putting on a street race, not just the Battle of the Brickyard, but last year, of course, Mike and the USAC crew putting on a street race, uh, bringing the event back to Elkhart, uh, Indiana. All right, ladies and gentlemen, stick with us. More to come here on episode four of Operation Grassroots. For over a century, 
Briggs & Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you kart race, Baja, race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge, the dedicated spirit of every Briggs & Stratton employee stands at the fence waiting for the green flag to drop. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? When it comes to karting in NorCal, Cambrian Go-Karts is the go-to location for carts, engines, parts, accessories, and incredible service. We're located in Campbell, California, and we're dedicated to supporting NorCal karting. We're trackside for all the KPX Karting Championship and Superkart USA California Pro Kart Challenge events, and we stock everything you need for your IAMI and Briggs engines, including X30, KA100, Swift, and the awesome 206. We're also an authorized Avinco tire dealer. Morel Art and Ricardo Chassis are winning races from coast to coast. Cambrian Go-Karts is your Northern California source for these quality Italian-made carts, having been a proud dealer of the Burrell product line since we opened our doors in 2004. We're also a dealer for Sodi Kart, the brand that has become the leader in gearbox racing in the U.S. If you're in NorCal, a shop to visit if you're seeking incredible service and a dedication to supporting newcomers and experienced racers alike is Cambrian Go-Karts. Check us out online at cambriangokarts.com. Hi, EKN listeners. This is Jeff Wessel from Streeter Superstands. When it comes to lifts and stands for your carts and the largest selection of shop and trailer accessories, we know all about building and giving you the best. The Streeter Superstands crew has over 30 years of experience, are cart racers just like you, and know that the Streeter name stands for durability, affordability, and most of all, quality. We're the original and genuine manufacturer of Bigfoots and Stacker Stands, and we build them right here in the USA, along with our best-selling Streeter Superlift, upright stands, and an ever-growing roster of shop and trailer accessories to outfit any trailer or garage. While some guys pretend to be number one, we prove it every day, every race. Racers demand the best, and Streeter Superstand builds it. Check us out at StreeterSuperstands.com. When it comes to the best in lifts, stands, shop and trailer accessories, and all the cool necessities to make your race day easy and organized, it's all at StreeterSuperstands.com. We innovate, not imitate. Roll with the best right now at StreeterSuperstands.com. Welcome back to episode number four of Operation Grassroots, the podcast here on the EKN Radio Network. USAC Carding's Mike Burrell joining me uh, just before we went to break. Uh, I said it right. It's Elkhart, Indiana, yep, right? Elkhart, Indiana. Yeah, not that's Wisconsin. What, that's right there. <laughs> I was saying, no, not, that, not Wisconsin. I thought that again was like right on the border, you know, one of right, those deals. Nah. All right. Let's talk about this event. First and foremost, those who have been in the sport for four or five years, you know, they just don't know about the event. They probably never heard of the Elkhart Grand Prix. Anybody that's been in the sport for 25 years or more, that was the race. You know, there was Quincy in the park. That, there was that event, of course. But, man, with the TV coverage and thousands of fans, the, uh, the Elkhart Grand Prix was just this massive deal. Yeah, back in the late 80s, early 90s, uh, you know, when you and I were getting started in this, uh, there yep. was Elkhart would get 600 entries. Uh, I think Nelson Piquet Sr. came up and ran uh, one year. Uh, Formula One champion and everything, yep. and um, I think he came up with Wagner Rossi, and they brought the first MG tires to the U.S. Then, <laughs> talk about go. some history, yeah. and um, uh, you know, it was on ESPN two, which was brand new at that time, and 
looking for different mm-hmm. content and everything. And, um, you know, they would have 20,000 fans out there and you would go around yeah. that track and it was just, you know, you felt like a rock star, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. this was the Monaco of indie or of go-karts. <laughs> No doubt, it was. It was just you. You can still find that a lot of the footage on yeah. on YouTube and online, and you watch it. You just if they're four or five deep everywhere right. around the racetrack, it was it was just an amazing deal. So that's what you guys had as your model, yeah. right? So we're going to bring Elkhart back. Um, you obviously hooked up with some good sponsors. Talk about the let's first of all let's talk about the challenges of putting that event on. Man, that uh, what a monumental undertaking for you guys in the same year where you just spent <laughs> all the time putting on the battle. The yeah, the yeah. so we well. decided six weeks later, let's have another big race and uh, res- resurrect Elkhart. <laughs> and that was another one, you know, everybody's like, oh, it's the same weekend as Scoos at Newcastle. I'm like, I can't help it. You know, I mean, yeah. uh, fortunately for us, that leaves a lot of go-karters, club-level guys, off. Because a lot of the clubs and everything around the, the Midwest here take off, you know, when there's they're a great. national yeah. in town. So their top guys can go run the national stuff. So that leaves us a pretty good pool of people to, you know, they have nothing to do that weekend, honestly. But, um, yeah. you know, the town has so much going on every every weekend up there. They're trying to do something to, you know, in their city to bring people in and everything. And this was pretty much the only date they gave us. And I was like, well, we'll, we'll make it work. And last year, I think we had 146 entries or something like that. And that's and what yeah. a great start that's that is, right? Amount. To, get, to yeah. get a brand new race. And again playing exactly what you're saying about USAC karting, having that big club race. You know, there's guys that aren't going to go to the Supercarts USA exactly. Summer Nationals, but man, they want a big they want a big race. Well, you know what? They're going to add uh, the Elkhart Riverwalk yeah. Grand Prix. Let's talk a bit about, okay, the challenges. You know, you've been to a lot of street races yourself. Uh, that was obviously a different animal in terms of putting on a race. Abs- oh, absolutely. <laughs> we, we meet with the city. Uh, about once a month, and there's about 20 people in each of these meetings from police department, fire department, yep. and, you know, every city department, and then chamber of commerce, and they want to know how, you know, we're going to bring people in and hotels. And, oh. So it's, you know, it's very corporate. It's very uh, municipal dealing with, uh, you know, politicians and officials and everything, and they, they've done more than more than we could ever ask. I mean, they bend over backwards to make sure it's successful. And, um, but yeah, it is a challenge. And starting the week after the battle of the brickyard, we're up there about every week starting to stage stuff and get their people all in order and volunteers. I don't know. We've probably had 50 volunteers and then, you know, all the city time they put in and everything. And so the track's a little different than it was in the nineties. Most definitely. Yeah. You've gone to a different, a different track now. Wow. Now Briggs, uh, 125 and 80 cc shifter and Yamaha uh, on on tap yeah. for that race. Plus the vintage carts are there as well. Um, what if we can get him? If we can get some vintage guys there, I'd love to have some vintage guys okay. run. You know, just to just especially stuff that ran there in the first first years of Elkhart. Yep. And, and I kind of draw draw it all back together. Then I like that idea too. From, That'd be cool. Yeah. So give me your thoughts on on uh, you know edition number two of that. You know the second race. You know the first race. I, I can. Just imagine putting on the first street race. You know, I, I raced uh, actually one of the first ever races I covered when I was a journalist back in 1994 was the very first Barry Grand Prix up in Canada. Oh, yeah. And I, yeah, you know, yeah. And I knew the challenge they had there with the and you know, end up moving the race the second year down to the waterfront. It became a, a massive race for club racers in, in Ontario. But to see the challenges they went through, 
is there a weight lifted off your off your shoulders coming in for the second time, knowing that you've already done it once? Oh, there is. I mean, for sure, we have a lot of the infrastructure. We we know we know what to expect uh, from the people and everything. And we're but we also have different challenges too. They're doing construction. Uh, they're I forget how many millions of dollars of construction of the downtown Elkhart they're doing. So um, there's actually some areas of the track that are going to have uh, like a new like uh, island in the middle of it. Oh, no. so, yeah. So, I mean, we're going to have to, you know, work around that. And, you know, it's like, OK, well, we'll just go the outside of it. No problem. No doubt. Um, but, you know, the, the pits where we pitted last year is not available, but they got a new parking lot that's bigger and better and smoother and easier for us to get to so it's like oh perfect yeah so. and you know what that's those are the challenges when you're working with a city Absolutely. because it's yeah. not like they're, they they say they stay this this is it this is what our city is going to be like they're always changing stuff always moving moving, right. moving yeah, stuff around. exactly and they're and they're it's all for the better i mean you know when we go back in 2019 they're going to have a hotel with a water park downtown there and it's like how, how awesome you bring your family and you know the kids right. that aren't racing they go play in the water <laughs> you know it's august and uh um, you know, we got, uh, this year we expanded, you know, last year we just had a couple bands on Saturday night. Uh, we got bands starting all night, Friday night, all day, Saturday, you know, during the event, there's going to be bands and beer gardens. I think, I think Budweiser just signed on as a sponsor. Wow. <laughs> so, fantastic. yeah. So, I mean, we've got, you know, huge, it's basically an event that has a race off going on on the side. <laughs> I like that. So the date, August 11th and 12th. Mm-hmm. Um, now, just just for for people who want to get signed up, whether it's a late uh, registration for Battle of the Brickyard, can they still do that, or you guys already closed? Yep. The- no, I'm gonna leave that open a few more days. Okay. Uh, we did sell out of the reserve pit spots. Um, okay. They're building a dirt track. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, you know, which uh, I was like, uh, okay, so it's taking up about half my pit area. It seems like. All right. But all right. Um, yeah, you know, maybe we'll do a dirt race next year too. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds good. That's now. Where do we now? Where do they go if somebody wants to, to register? Where, what's the so website? Go to USAC USAC Karting dot com, and uh, there's a tab there that just says register here, and it'll take you to you know another page that pull down the menu of Battle at the Brickyard or uh, Thor Industries Elkhart Riverwalk Grand Prix. There you go. And now, it's it, speaking of Thor Industries, it's obviously. You know, anytime you can have a partner like that, I think it's just so huge for a race. Oh, it is. I mean, if anybody doesn't know, Elkhart, Indiana is like the RV capital of the world. Uh, They produce, I don't know what percentage, probably 80, 90% of the RVs in North America in in that county. And um, Thor is is a $3.2 billion company. (laughs) So, you know, the little bit they give us for the race is pocket change, but... We appreciate it, and we try to do the best we can for the community up there with it. And uh, you know, look, you know, they've brought on so many of their suppliers and everything have gotten involved. It's just been a great partnership. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Let's 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 cap things off here. One of the things I wanted to mention because I, I think it's really cool for the Midwest area of, of racing in in America, and that's the the Triple Crown that you guys have put together uh, with Quincy uh, Elkhart and of course Rock Island Grand Prix. Then you throw the Battle of the Brickyard in as well uh, for the Margate Night guys. This to be able to have three different promoters working together to have this triple crown what a what a tremendous deal yeah and it was it just kind of came together that that was going to be perfect with quincy coming back um yep. big three iconic street races and then yeah the margate night guys couldn't make the turnaround time between uh, uh elkhart and rock island 
they didn't think they could make it. So it's like, okay, we'll just, we'll stick you guys on for, for Indy and, um, yep. you know, let you do it there. And that's the only class that's, you know, being scored for uh triple crown in Indy is the Marty Ignite senior. But, um, you know, is you know, you got challenges because you got different rules and slightly different class structure at, uh, all three events, but it's like, you know what, we'll just run our own rules, our own class structure. And if they're similar enough, you know, um, that we can say the Yamaha heavy, the Briggs 206 heavy, we'll score you guys, you know, it's 50 bucks to enter this triple crown. <clears throat> we'll score you. You know, it's basically bragging rights. You're going to get a cool trophy at Rock Island and everything. Yeah. And, and just try to, trying to promote karting, promote street racing and everything through working together. Well, you know, Mike, in a, in a, in a world, a, a motorsports, a karting landscape now where it's essentially manufacturer versus manufacturer yeah. that are both, you know, that are, that are, that are connected to the sanctioning bodies and the, and this and that's, different that's the series. <laughs> it, it, it does. It's, 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 it's not ideal, but I, in, in that landscape where it's so confrontational right now for three promoters, you know, for you guys and for Quincy, for you guys and for Rock Island to get together and say, Hey, you know what? Let's do something together. Let's, let's just. You know, we're we're not one big group, but we're gonna you know we're gonna get on the phone together and we're gonna do something cool. I think that's yeah. a big positive. I really I'm really wow, happy to thanks. see that. I mean, it, it was work. You know, we had to you know iron out some things and um yep. you know, but in the end, it's like okay, let's keep keep our eyes focused on what what would be best for street karting, especially street race karting because it's it's kind of a dying thing around the country. It's still huge here in the Midwest, but um, yeah, it is. You know let's do what we can that's best for the carding and for carters. <laughs> so uh, how much sleep are you going to get over the next week and a half? Well, considering I got to work my real job between now and uh, Tuesday, probably not much. <laughs> so to, to put, to get this track put together, let's talk, let's just we'll, we'll wrap up and talk about battle of the brickyard again, next weekend, July 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th. Let's talk about some of the key people. Give them some kudos. The key people that are that are helping to put the race on and make it happen. And then let's talk about like is there is there a volunteer team out to help put this track together? Uh, Indy, no. There's no, really no volunteers. I mean, Elkhart okay. would get a bunch with the community up there and everything, yep. but uh, Indy, it's pretty much on us. Um, so um, you know, our race director is Rick Folks. Uh, a lot of people know Rick from. Uh, either enduro racing, he's a legend there, and he'll tell you all about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, but then, I mean, he was—he's been race director for like USPKS and some other series and things. And uh, uh, <clears throat> I can just kind of give Rick the freedom he has wants to put together a team of who he wants. He's got—he's got Jim Fry uh, as his assistant race director, and Jim is just amazing at putting the schedule together. We—we we lost an hour and a half of track time, I think or something like that last year, the battle of the brickyard with a torrential downpour to the point it wasn't safe to even run in the rain. Yeah. And, um, Jim got us back on schedule, you know, uh, the next day with only like 40 minutes extra and we didn't cut any track time. That's awesome. So yeah, you know, Rick just, Rick's putting together an amazing team of people with, uh, Jim. And then Randy Kugler came on board to announce it. And, and, uh, you know, Randy's going to come to Elkhart too, so we have start to build the continuity there with um, a key member of our team and everything. So I like it. That's good. So. Personally, personally, I wish that I didn't have to go to Iowa, IndyCar, <laughs> but I am. I understand. Yeah, you're not the only one that's told me that. I, uh, quite a few of my yeah. IndyCar buddies are like, "Can't you get another weekend when we're not racing?" I'm right? like, I, 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 know. Talk, 
I know. Talk I to Doug. <laughs> That's right. Come on, Doug. Yeah. Let's help us out here. We need an off weekend for the boys to come out and have exactly. some fun. Again, like you said, you got a great, great crew of people there. You put on some amazing racing thus far. Last year was a big event. Uh, Mike, I, you know, we want to wish you luck and I hope you have a good one. I know that Dave, I think David Cole's coming down. He's actually going to come so. down this year with his, with his, with his son and his yeah, dad. I think he's tuning for his dad or something. Exactly. Now that, that scares me. <laughs> that scares me. Uh, would you let David Cole, would you let David Cole tune for you? Um, I don't know. I don't let anybody touch the wrenches that go on my stuff. I mean, you know, I've been <laughs> a mechanic for you. too long. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Now what, there's the other question. Do you, is it driving you crazy that you're not racing? Oh, well, I wouldn't say I'm not. <laughs> Are you going to run? Are you racing? Uh, I'm, we'll keep that quiet. Oh, wow. I still got, I still got I, 40 I, I, Omaha's in, in my garage. All right. There's always That's a possibility. Right. Good for you. Uh, I might sneak awesome. out there. That's awesome. Mike, there you go. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Operation Grassroots us. Podcast. I, I, yeah, I really wanted to give some exposure for USAC karting. Uh, I like what you guys are doing. And, and just from the very get-go of this podcast, obviously – the concept and the ideology of what you guys are trying to do, I think, is a, if there's a niche that needs to get hit, and that's providing some just badass races for club and regional exactly. guys. Exactly. I mean, like I said, this, like I've told other people, I don't have to do this anymore. You know, this in my career, and it's like I'm yeah. just doing. If it's not fun for me, and it's not fun for you, let's not do it. <laughs> you know, th- these are pretty cool <laughs> events, and I'm having fun with it. And even out there working, sweating, unloading barriers, it's like, yeah, the end result's gonna be pretty cool. <laughs> I love it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you uh, have the weekend off, July 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th, and you're not already going to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, uh, dude, go to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Again, it's a it's a bucket list place to be, whether you're there for the 500 or whatever you're there for. But if you're a carter, go to the Battle of the Brickyard. Get there. It's going to be an amazing event. Again, second year, always better because there's always the stuff that the promoting team can learn. They're able to change things and uh, adjust a little bit. I guarantee you're going to have a blast. I know everybody I talked to who were at, was at the initial race last year absolutely loved it. Again, that's July 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th. I believe David Cole is going to try to get this podcast out on Friday uh, to end the week here. So it'll be June 29th. So it's not this weekend. It's next weekend. Make sure you do it. Mike, again, thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Thank you. There he is, folks, Mike Burrell from USAC Carding and our fourth episode of the Operation Grassroots Podcast here on the EKN Radio Network. My name's Rob Howden. Bye for now.